the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to His Life Revealed with Pastor Todd Granger of His Life Fellowship in San Antonio, Texas. We're so glad you've chosen to join us today. Our passion at His Life Ministry is to help believers know Him and show Him. So we keep it simple. It's just about Jesus. Our prayer for you today is that the Holy Spirit will make His truth plain to you so you can walk in freedom and enjoy the life of union that God designed you to live. And now, here's Pastor Todd. In our spiritual anatomy, we know that at the spirit level lies the truth of who we are in Christ. Our spirit in union with His spirit. And by in union I mean mixed to where they're inseparable. We are in union with Him at the spirit level. And at the spirit level, we are completely and absolutely acceptable to Him. There is nothing that stands between us and Christ. He has done away with every obstacle to relationship with Him. We are united with Him in Christ at the spirit level for us. Then we have the soul. And as I've said many times, all of us know that when we became Christians, the soul didn't change, did it? You had the same thoughts, you had the same mind in terms of all of the old thinking and patterns and things like that. They were all still there, weren't they? They didn't disappear, did they? You had the same tendencies in your emotions. What made you cry before makes you cry then. And all of those things tended to react the same way. And the will, the will was still yours to command, wasn't it? So here's what we know about the soul. The soul is simply an instrument. Okay? The spirit is the truth. The soul is the projector of who we are. It's where we, through our mind, will, and emotions, express our personality, both by nurture and nature. And the body is the manifester of it all. In other words, you see what's going on in here, or a portion thereof, through the way my body performs out here. So that is your spiritual anatomy. Now, what we know is this. Before we were saved, where did we gather all the information about who we are, about what's important, about what has value and what doesn't? Where did we gather all of our identity, all of our coping mechanisms, all of the ways that we lived life? Where did we gather all of that? Where did that come from? Without. It came from the outside, didn't it? It couldn't have come from here. There wasn't anything there. So we filled our soul with all of these coping mechanisms and ideas on how we live life fed by the world. The world told us what we needed. The world told us who we were. The world told us what's good and what's bad. We ate from the wrong tree the whole time. And we filled the soul with all kinds of confusion, fear, doubt, and manipulation. And we expressed it through the body before we were saved. 
And God says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. God changed several things about us when we became Christians. And the first thing that He changed is He gave birth to a new spirit in us. The truth of us is changed. We are no longer who we were. Now at at the spirit level, we are in union with Christ. We are perfect in Him. We are held by Him. There's nothing between us and the throne. The veil has been rent. We walk forward with freedom. And we jump in His arms and we cry, Abba, Father. For there's nothing that separates us. And now, this instrument is no longer to be played by the world. It is designed to be filled with the Spirit of God. For through the mind, will, and emotions flows the Spirit of God. And it is He who guards our thoughts. It is He who sets a governor on the emotions. It is He who directs our mind and gives us the mind of Christ. It's He who does these things. But we have a choice. With years of walking or time of walking, filling our souls with the stuff from without, believing that somehow out here we find life, somehow out here we find relationship, somehow out here we're going to find what we think we need, this hunger within us, this this hunger within our souls, somehow we're going to get it met. And we try filling it with all of this stuff out here. And what's out here? Darkness, isn't it? And our souls constantly vexed with confusion and fear and doubt because we weren't made to live and drink from those broken cisterns out there. We were made to drink and live from the flow of the river of life. That is the filling of the Holy Spirit. That filling is what flows through the mind, will, and emotions and gives expression to the truth of who we are in the Spirit of God. And the body manifested, gives a witness of it. See, the mind, will, and emotions were to be governed by the Spirit of God. The mind was made for the wisdom of God. The emotions were made for the peace of God. And your will was made for the will of God. Then we express the truth of who we are. That's how the soul of the Christian was made to function. And we express the truth of our spiritual being through our yielded soul. And we manifest it through our yielded body to be the ministry of Christ. Let me give you a verse. Romans 6.13 Do not continue offering or yielding your bodily members and faculties to sin as instruments, tools of wickedness. But offer and yield yourselves to God as though you have been raised from the dead to perpetual life. And your bodily members and faculties to God presenting them as implements of righteousness. As though you have been raised from the dead. In other words... As though you have a new life, offer that body as an instrument to that new life. Implements of righteousness. Implements, what is righteousness? Right standing with God. Where are you in right standing with God? 
at the Spirit. As you yield yourselves, your soul, to the truth and become filled with that truth, you yield your body to the overflow of the soul that your life, your walk, your bodily movements, if you will, become the manifestation of the ministry of Christ. You make an invisible God visible. That is the truth of what a Christian is to be. And as I have told you many times, that soul is unique. It is unique as you are. There's not another one. There's ne- there is not another expression of Christ that has ever been created or ever will be created that is like Him. You are unique and you're greatly desired by Him. Now that we understand the source, let's move to verse 19. Speak out to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, offering praise with voices and instruments and making melody with all your heart to the Lord. So how is this feeling expressed? Well, worship is the expression of the Spirit of God. With all manner of praise. John 4.23 said, Jesus is saying to the woman, He says, A time will come, however, indeed, it is already here when the true genuine worshipers will worship the Father in spirit. How do we worship? In spirit and in truth. Reality. For the Father is seeking just such people as these as His worshipers. You see, true worshipers are manifesting the Spirit of God. True worship is the function of the Spirit. It's not an activity of the flesh. You see, all of these programs, and many churches put forth programs to get you active in worship. But let me tell you something. The activity of worship is at the Spirit level, first and foremost. And see in that verse where you say, Spirit and truth, that truth means reality, which means entering into the truth of who you are in Christ and who He is in your life, is worship. That's what worship is. It's not a passive swaying. It's not following a video or a praise team. It's not a tape or a DVD. It is entering into the truth of who you are in Christ. At every point you yield to the Spirit of God, you're offering worship. Because worship is done when we enter into the truth of our union. And the truth of that union is done in in a myriad of ways. Do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. Because in that assembling, you are entering into the worship, the flow of the worship that comes from believers. We're going to talk about that in just a second. Notice that this praise in verse 19 is being spoken to one another. And what he is saying is, you are the body of Christ. If you are worshiping in spirit, you are not an individual. You are joining into the whole. We reveal ourselves, as it were. We reveal ourselves as to the truth of who we are in humility and worship to one another. It's a revelation. You know, the expression of the Spirit of God is always a revelation. What is a revelation? It is something that cannot be realized by the mind, but only can be realized by the, by the work of the Spirit of God. 
Do we understand the truth of worship? What is happening is there is, there is a revelation of the Spirit of God that's taking place. And it's much like the revelation when Joseph revealed himself to his brothers. You remember the story where Joseph is in the Pharaoh's court and now he's over all and his brothers show up, you know, and they don't know who he is. They don't, they don't recognize him. He's in that, all of his regal robes and, and he reveals himself to them. He, and to his brothers he said, in effect, the truth of me is not all of the externals that you see, but the truth of me is my relationship with you through my Father. That's who I am. And when we gather together, we expose ourselves as to the truth of who we are in relationship to the Father. We put aside the external distractions and we enter into the worship of the whole. Inside of you, inside each one of you is the Spirit of God who is before you and before the throne and before your soul lifting up the truth of who you are and who God is to you. You enter into that truth through worship. When He empowers you to be loving, you're worshiping. When He empowers you to be kind, you're worshiping. When He empowers you and animates you to have life and to express life, that's worship. That's worship. Ephesians 5.20 says, At all times and for everything... Let me read that again. At all times and for everything, giving thanks in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God the Father. At all times and for everything. You see, this is a recognition in the midst of praise of the sovereignty of God. If your God is not sovereign in all things and at all times, then He's not God. The truth of the matter is that we can never find the peace of God unless we recognize the sovereignty of God. If you don't recognize the sovereignty of God, then shoulda, woulda, coulda will be the theme of your soul and you will always find misery and doubt and fear. But in the sovereignty of God, I can stand and say, I am where I need to be. I have yielded all that I can yield. I have changed all that I could change. I am completely yielded to the Spirit of God. For I know that my changing doesn't do anything. For I know that my will doesn't do anything. I yield it all to Him. And in His sovereignty, I am where I should be. I am in the relationship I should be in. I am in the church that I should be in. I am in the place that I should be in for the revelation of Christ. I'm in the perfect place. The sovereignty of God must be recognized in the present in order for you to find peace. The sovereignty of God must be recognized in the day-to-day, in the moment-by-moment. Romans 8.28 spells that truth out for you. I read it to you all the time. I'm going to keep reading it to you. It says, We are assured and know that God, being a partner in their labor, all things work together and are fitting into a plan for good to and for those who love God and are called according to His design and purpose. Again, we see the truth of, of God is working in every detail. We move to verse 21. Ephesians 5.21 Be subject to one another be subject to one another out of reverence for Christ the Messiah the anointed one now remember where the source of this humility is coming from 
Remember where the source of life is coming from. Remember where your identity is based. Because if you don't, if you are not secure in the truth of your identity in the Spirit, if you're not secure in the truth that you are a new creation in Christ, if you're not secure in the truth that your identity is with Christ, then you will find yourself constantly protecting who you are or who you think you are. You will be weak. You won't be able to give an inch. You will constantly be setting up self-defense mechanisms for fear that somebody is going to somehow abuse you or misuse you. Or be constantly be building yourself up as superior so that you can feel like you are above whatever you want to be above. But the truth of the matter is that if you live in the source the filling of the Spirit of God, the truth of who you are in Christ. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. You can afford to be subject. You can afford to be subject to one another. You know what? I've said this before. I pray this is the church where nobody can be offended. I pray this is the church where our identity is in Christ and not in anything else. It's the truth of the real church. Let it be truth of this body of of believers. We started, remember the source as we went through it, we started with the filling of the Holy Spirit. We started with you yielding your soul to the truth of your spirit union with the Holy Spirit. And then Paul says that to manifest it, says that you should manifest it continuously in spiritual worship and that is to be expressed to one another and then also in thanksgiving for the sovereignty of God that he is working in all things and in every detail of your life all of this is flowing do you see it? and now out of your spirit life be subject to one another for this is the fruit of your reverence of Christ now I want you to look at that word subject because some of your translations just may even say uh, submit because you're going to see that word again but you're going to see it in a different context some translations have used the word submit but the word submit is not in the Greek that's why you might see it in italics the word subject is in the, in the Greek is the word hupotasso and it means to place yourself under in orderly fashion or to align yourself under another. It is almost a military term where the lieutenant aligns himself under the captain or the captain aligns himself under the colonel or the colonel aligns himself. You see the order. There is a specific order that is ordained by that organization. So when he says subject yourself, what he is saying is align yourself under need. And I want to tell you, it's a good practice to consider people always superior in terms of their spirituality. I don't mean that you follow everything that they say, but I'm saying that the attitude of superiority works with the flesh and against the spirit. But the attitude of yieldedness, of humility, works with the truth and against the flesh. Do you understand that? So when someone comes to you, even though you know they may not have it all together, even though you know that they may be speaking gibberish, you exalt them, you lift them, you minister to them, and you treat them, it's in your treating, 
you treat them as though they were superior in their in their stance. You humble yourself before them. Now look, that's hard for us to do because we love a little we love a little authority. Everybody likes a little authority, right? So it's real hard to do, especially when you know uh, you know the guy's is is just an idiot. You know, you're listening to him and you're thinking, Golly, listen to this. Where is that coming from? I, what is he thinking? You know, and you're listening to all of that, and immediately you start eating from the wrong tree, don't you? You start making judgments. And you say, you know what, this guy, this guy, he just sees out of his box. But let me tell you something. This is how the, this is how Father works. He doesn't consider anybody an idiot. Every one of them is precious. Now that doesn't mean every one of them is operating in his wisdom, but they're all precious. And you know what, Father has allowed that person to somehow enter into your world. Now we don't know the purpose of that. But we do know that the ultimate purpose is the revelation of Christ. How would Christ reveal himself to this person? I'm not saying what would Jesus do. Please throw that out the window. If you could do what Jesus could do, you'd be way ahead, wouldn't you? No, I'm saying what is Father's approach? What is his heart towards this person? Well, I know because, you know what, I've been the idiot before him. I've come to him with my theories and my doctrines and my ideas of right and wrong. I've come to him and I'd get, it's, you know, Lord, what I think about this, that, and the other. And I just know he's so impressed. But he listens and he hears me. And you know how he responds to me? He doesn't say, where do you get all this hogwash? No. He, he says, Todd, I love you. I love you. And you know, pretty soon what I think doesn't matter. Ever been before and like that? Pretty soon, all that I thought really doesn't matter. All my 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 wisdom and my balancing and my judgments and all of those things suddenly they're not important. I'm in His presence. That's all that matters, and He loves me. It says to be subject, to subject yourself to one another, to treat one another in love, to lift them up in love. How are you going to do that? Where's that coming from? It's not because they merit it. It's not because they've earned it. It's because that love flows from you. And where does it flow from? It flows from the spirit, through the soul, through the body, manifesting the truth of your life and ministering Christ to that individual. That's what it means to be subject. And listen to this. This is a voluntary action. You enter into it willingly. And you enter into it, it's active and continuous, which means it goes on all the time. Did you know that obedience is voluntary? Did you know that? Obedience is voluntary, and if it's not voluntary, listen to this. It's not obedience. Obedience is voluntary, and if it's not voluntary, it's not obedience. It's not about you doing what you think is in your best interest. Are you being opportunistic? Are you protecting yourself from the wrath of your boss or your parents or whomever? That's not what it's about. Obedience is voluntary. And the reason it's voluntary because obedience comes from the heart. And it is you saying, my reward is Jesus. 
It doesn't matter what I'm asked to do here because He is rewarding me by His life. He is rewarding me by empowering me to do whatever He asks me to do because every moment of my life has purpose because of His life. And I know that whatever He puts before me, I can enter into. And you are to open your hands up and say, I receive it willingly. Thy will be done. And you know what? That's not easy because you don't know. And this world is full of all kinds of things. And it's not easy to say, Thy will be done when you have a child that enters into some kind of of harsh rebellion. It's not easy to say, Thy will be done when a husband packs his bags and walks out the door. It's not easy to say, Thy will be done when the job you were depending upon is no longer there. But it is you recognizing a spiritual reality that you are not of this world. That you are spirits with a body, not bodies with a spirit. That there's a greater truth to your existence and it is your life in Christ. And know this, that everything that He brings to you, that He allows to come into your life, because not everything He brings, that He allows to come into your life, He allows for the purpose of the revelation of Christ. The greatest thing we can do is embrace Him in it. I didn't say embrace the circumstance. I said embrace Him in it. You know what my prayer is? That in all of these things, you have the revelation of Christ. You know what God's will is? That in all of these things, you have the revelation of Christ. For Christ is your life. And in that life, there is healing, and there is hope, and there is joy, and there is purpose. And there is everything that you were created for. You are fulfilled. Even though from the world's standpoint, you are diminished. You have a peace that passes all understanding. Thank you for joining us today for His Life Revealed, the radio ministry of His Life Fellowship. We hope today's message has encouraged you to yield to His life in every situation, rest in His life moment by moment, and receive from His life all that you need to show Christ in this world. To get to know us better, visit us on the web at hislifefellowship.org or on Facebook at His Life Fellowship. And join us for worship services on Saturdays at 5 p.m. at 7015 Wurzbach Road. If this message has blessed you, you can help support this program with your gift to His Life Ministries, P.O. Box 781-529, San Antonio, Texas, 78278. And now, before we go, our prayer for you this coming week is that the image of the invisible God would be visible in you and that you would remember that wherever you go, whatever you do, the hope of glory is Christ in you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.